Welcome to the Beyond the Bucket Show, a podcast centered around optimizing all lives' buckets. We all have buckets we are balancing, coaching, entrepreneurial ventures, family, passion projects, and health. Let's all take this journey together and become bucket fillers. And here's your host, Chris McSwain. Hey, 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 hey. I appreciate every one of the listeners, and I thank you for tuning in because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be right here, right now on the Beyond the Bucket Show. But before we start, I'm going to ask you for a small favor that will go a long way. I would greatly appreciate if you can go to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. After that, maybe send it to one of your friends so they can enjoy it. Uh, This will help me bring on more impactful guests to continually go beyond the buckets, not to mention boost my ego. Uh, This should take no, no more than a minute, so... Go ahead and do that. Thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Now let's get to the show. Oh, I forgot. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chris underscore underscore McSwain for a lot of other great content. Now let's get to the show. Welcome back to Beyond the Buckets. Thank you for joining us. It's been a long time since I last saw you or spoke to you via the podcast. It's been a it's been a long time. I think our last show was April of 2022. And there's just been a lot of stuff that has gone on since then. But honestly, guys, I just needed a break. <laughs> I'd put together 114 podcasts over a two-year period. And there just comes a time that you just got to kind of take a little bit of break. But hey, I'm back now. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to be here with everybody. And this next phase of the podcast is really going to be the best phase that we've ever had. There's going to be so many great guests on this show moving forward. There's going to be um, just different things that we want to do uh, and just allow this free space to, to talk about whatever it is. And I've had a lot of time to think, think about the direction that I want to take with this podcast and it will still include some of the fabulous guests that we've had over the years. We've had so many great guests and I've got some really great guests lined up. I can't wait to jump on with them. And then I'm also going to be doing individual podcasts like this one today where we can just break things down and just have, have a conversation. But I just think that in life, there are so many different elements to it. Sometimes you got to pause and you got to move back a little bit so you can move forward. And so that was that was the re- real reason why I took a break. There was a, a, a lot of times where I just felt like I needed to put something out just to do it. But now uh, I've got that hunger back. I've got a little bit more time uh, this coming summer, which I'm really looking forward to. I've had a lot of time to reflect. Um, some really great times over the last year, some tough times, over the last year, we lost uh, somebody close to our family. And um, yeah, so just a lot of emotions that we want to get out. And this is going to be a space where hopefully you can learn more about yourself. I'm I'm also doing this like for a selfish reason. Like I really enjoy having fantastic guests come on and bring their perspective because it's like a master class for whoever I talk to. And I've talked to some really great individuals, but I can't wait to just dive back into that. But um, for today's podcast, there's just some things that I've been 
thinking about and that I want to kind of address with everybody. Um, but the first one is just like what success really means and what does that, what does that actually entail? But more specifically, hard work. Everybody talks about hard work and grind. And if you work hard, you're going to get this and you're going to get that. But honestly, that really isn't always the case. That doesn't mean that you're going to win. That doesn't mean that you're going to get the result that you wanted. Like hard work is, it's a byproduct of what you need to do to just get you in the door. But that doesn't mean that you're going to win. That doesn't mean that you're going to be successful. One of my favorite coaches, Cara Lawson, she's the women's head basketball coach at Duke University. And for those that don't know, I share videos with my team every single day. There's a, a quick little video that I show. One of them is Cara Lawson on a podcast talking about hard work and winning. And the quote is, and I'll preface it, is preparation doesn't guarantee a result. It only guarantees growth. I think that's profound. I think that is extremely profound. Preparation doesn't guarantee a result. It only guarantees growth. And that's 100% fact. Because sometimes you can prepare all you want, but it don't mean you're going to win. Like if I was to play Steph Curry, I can practice every single day for a whole year. It don't mean that I'm going to beat him. We could even do a shooting contest and I can practice every day for a whole year, two years, three years, don't matter. It doesn't mean that I'm going to beat him. Now, what I can control is growing through that process. If I practice for a whole year, well, I know my jump shot's going to be really good after that time, right? And we also neglect to understand that no matter what field you're in, everybody prepares, if you are a student, everybody's preparing. If you're trying to get into a college, everybody is prepared. They've done all the necessary steps to give them an opportunity to go to the college that they want. But there's also competition involved. Basketball, every team practices. Everybody has the same opportunity to practice and get better every single day. Now, when you show up and you got that game time, are you going to be ready for that? We'll see. But just because you prepare doesn't mean that you're going to win the game. Um, one thing that also sticks out is sometimes your talent, the talent level of somebody else outweighs the preparation that you actually put in. Again, Steph Curry is 1000% more talented than me in a lot of things. And if I work really, really hard, that doesn't mean that I can actually beat him in anything. So just understand that sometimes the talent level just outweighs whatever it is that you can do. And there's nothing that you can do about it, but continue to grow in your own space. One of my favorite sayings is the only time success comes before work is in the dictionary. <laughs> and you're just not going to be successful without actually putting in the work. And we try to skip those steps. A lot of us in life, try to skip those steps, but there ain't no skipping that step. You just can't skip it. There's nothing that you can do. Like if you don't work, you're not going to be a success. You're not just going to be handed. I don't know anybody that's won the lottery. <laughs> I don't know anybody that's won the lottery. I know a lot of people that play the lottery, but it doesn't mean that you're going to win it. 
one final thought before we continue is you can only do so much on your own. You got to have a team. You have to have a team around you. I'm blessed and honored to have so many great people, whether it be my spouse, whether it be my family, whether it be my coaching staff, whether that be all the personnel that are involved with the businesses that we that we run. Very, very blessed. You got to have a really great team. Um, and so as we kind of dive in a little bit longer to this topic of winning and success and preparation, what does that actually mean? And I want to break down a few of the, the top line coaches that have ever done it in the NCAA college basketball ranks. One of the absolute best coaches to ever step on a hardwood is Mark Few from Gonzaga. He has been at Gonzaga for 24 straight years and he has won 83% of his games. That's incredible. That is incredible to win 83% of your games. Incredible. He's never won an NCAA championship. Let that sink in for a hot second. He has never won an NCAA championship, not once. Although he has been there multiple times. He's been in the championship game a couple of times, lost it on a last second shot as well. But that doesn't mean he's not successful. He's arguably one of the most successful coaches. And you can definitely put him in the, the sentence of one of the best coaches to not win a championship. But he has won the conference 22 times. So you can call him whatever you want, but you better call him successful. But he hasn't reached the ultimate goal of actually winning a national championship. Uh, Jerry Tarkanian, UNLV legend. He also coached at Long Beach State, if I'm not mistaken. But he coached for 30 years. He won 79% of his games. 761 wins in his 30-year career, which is quite amazing. He only won one national championship, and that was with a very, very talented UNLV running Rebels team that had Larry Johnson, Stacey Ogman, Greg Anthony, and a host of other really high-level players. He's only won one title. In the 761 wins, one of them was a national title. It's crazy. But the guy did win 17 conference championships. So is he a success? Absolutely. But he only won one. Go figure. Um, Dean Smith, the longtime North Carolina head coach. He was Michael Jordan's coach. He won 879 games in 36 years. Won 78% of his games. Two-time national champion. One of the times that was on a last second shot in 1982 by none other than Michael Jordan. So is Dean Smith not a great coach because he only won twice? No, he's a fantastic coach. And you got a level. And if you can win one, even if you got there, like it's really, really difficult to do. He won the conference 17 times to be noted. 
Another great coach. There's only won one championship, national championship, that is. John Calipari, 31 years as a head coach, 832 wins, one championship, one national championship. Now, if you look at the success that his players have had in the NBA, you can just look at this past NBA playoffs. Just look at Sacramento, two of their main guards, Malik Monk, De'Aaron Fox, had a really good series versus the Warriors. Also, Jamal Murray, wow, he he and the Joker have just been absolutely killing it, swept LeBron, and he played really well throughout those games. Anthony Davis, another, another Kentucky guy, Julius Randle. New York, another Kentucky guy. Those guys are prepared for the NBA. And that you can put together a whole... Trey Lyles, he was on the Sacramento team too. You could put a whole list of guys together and create one team and they would be really, really good. Another great coach that's only won one title, but the impact can be felt. Um, stepping over to the women's side, Jeff Walls from Louisville. He's been there for 14 years, been to four Final Fours, but unfortunately he has not won a championship just yet. Four-time regular season champ, but he hasn't won a national title. Still a fantastic coach. Unbelievable coach. Another coach on the women's side, Tara Vonderveer. Now she can she could be considered one of the best that have ever done it. And in 41 years, like that's how old I am. I'm 40 right now. And 40, she's coached 41 years, which is amazing. I couldn't even imagine doing doing something that long. She was at Ohio State, um, a couple other stops before, but Stanford has been where she's been at the longest. And 83% of the time she wins a game. Absurd. Now, only three of those, three of those games were national championships. And so her first national championships were in 1991 and 1992. But then the, the latest was in 2021, almost 20 years or 30 years later, excuse me. Unreal how consistent she has been, but only that time gap in between the national championships is just amazing, right? Um, Brenda Freeze, another coach that I have a lot of respect for, been doing it for 19 years at Maryland. She has won one national championship in 620 of those games uh, that she's won. She's won 78%. But she's only won one in, in 19 years. But she's still a very, very good coach and a great, great leader. Um, so, like, just breaking down that breaking down that list of high level coaches in, in the men's and women's college basketball. I want everybody to understand your focus shouldn't always be about winning. It should always be about your own personal growth. Were you better today than you were yesterday? Were you better this week than you were last week? Were you better this month than you were last month? And then was I better this year than any previous year? And I can honestly say, personally, on a personal level, I'm this is the best version of, of me at age 40 here today. And I hope that's the same for you.
Um, but how can we take our focus off of, of just winning? I think the basics, not having a microwave mindset. The best meals that you have are ones that take time. If you go to a nice dinner and a steakhouse, it tastes better than going through the drive-thru. That's just a fact. A dinner that is prepared for Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, a great barbecue. My father-in-law is a great, great barbecuer. And it takes a long time to get that meat the way he wants it. You got to put some time in and preparation, get the right meat. Then you got to season it the right way. You got to marinate it the right way. You got to wrap it however you're going to wrap it. You got to put it in the trigger. You got to get the right pellets. You got to get everything set up. And then you're going to wait all day until that meat is ready to fall off the bone. It takes time, y'all. Like it's, it's, a, it's a process. And if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other every single day, you should be able to get to where you want to get to. And that means stacking. You got to stack. I got to stack this good day with another good day. I got to stack this good week with another good week. I got to stack this month with another good month. It's never going to be over. And then guess what? I got to stack this year on top of another year, on top of another year. And that's what all those coaches that I was talking about earlier, that's what they embody. That's who they are. It is year after year, day after day, month, week after week, month after month, you name it. And that's just how it goes. And you also want to be able to measure impact. You can't measure impact by just winning because those coaches above, they might have had 10 national titles together. But the impact that they've made on the individual's lives that they have come into contact with is way more important than any of the wins that they could ever have. Yes, we're trying to win at everything. Every single thing I do, I want to win at. But it doesn't mean that I'm not a success if I don't win. And quite honestly, I just got to win more than I, than I lose. <laughs> That's just a fact. If you win more than you lose, you should hopefully be in a pretty good place. But it doesn't measure the impact. What I always like to do is look from within. And no matter what circumstance you're in, you got to ask yourself this question. Are we better with you here? You step into a room. Is that room better because you are involved in the aspects of whatever that room entails? If it's a conversation, great. If that's in the business, if that's in an artistic realm, are you bringing something to the table and you're making that group better? You got to commit to being the, the difference, not the norm. And it's very, very easy to just follow what the norm is. But can you commit to actually being the difference every single day? I always say this. There's a score of the game. And then there's a score of the game of life. And it gets me to, to ponder like what success is. And as we've been talking about and sifting through these topics today, the point of success is not winning. It shouldn't be just winning. If I just win, that's a finite goal. 
there's going to be an end and there's going to be a resolution. If I want a national championship or our team won a national championship, well, after the horn goes off and then, and, and we're the winners, that's over. There's a resolution. The people who are actually successful strive for infinite success. If I'm working out, I don't want to just get in shape. I want to stay in shape, right? I don't want to get married. I want to stay married. That's why you do it. So you can stay in it. I don't want to win this season. I want to win every season. That should be the goal. Consistently doing things over and over and having success. And it doesn't mean that you're going to have success every single time. But if you keep stacking those days together, stacking those weeks, stacking those months, stacking those years, you look back. And that's the definition of winning. That's the definition of success. And there's a couple of points that you're going to have to have when you're trying to be successful. And that's the power of perseverance. You cannot give up on your dreams no matter how hard things get. When things get hard, like it's the hardest part, that's when you know you're in the right place. You got to get through that. And you can get through it. But that takes perseverance. Being resilient is also one of those things that you have to have. You got to learn from your mistakes. But you also got to move on. I think a lot of you know the saying, like, the rearview mirror is bigger or, or smaller for a reason. It's because if you're in a car and you see the windshield, that windshield is much bigger than the rearview mirror that's up there. And all the stuff that's in the rearview mirror doesn't really matter anymore because you've already passed it. You can't get back to that. And if you want to go back to that, well, that's going to rehash some things that you might not want. You got to look forward in your life. You got to keep on moving forward every single day. I said it earlier, but it takes a team. You got to have teamwork. No one can achieve success on their own. You got to surround yourself with positive people. I'm thankful that I have so many positive people in my life. Got a positive spouse. My coworkers, positive the staff members that we work with at Top Flight, at Splash Lab, positive. Just really great people. And um, I'm very, very blessed. The last part of that is you got to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, no one's really going to believe in you. The uh, the author for Harry Potter, J.K. JK Rowling, she was presenting her opportunities for these books, but could never get published. 12 different publishers said no before one would take a chance on her. Like that to me is just crazy. But look how successful these books are. And that's because she believed in herself and she was stacking days, weeks, months, years all together. You know, Jordan, he didn't win every single time he stepped on the court. He didn't even make his varsity basketball team as a sophomore, but showed resilience and got through. And obviously it worked out pretty well for him. Um, Oprah Winfrey as well. 
She is a talk show, well, was a talk show and media mogul. She's become one of the most iconic people in the world. And she was born into poverty, suffered child abuse. She overcame all of these challenges to become one of the most successful women in the world. Just goes to show you what you can do if you just put your mind through to it. Don't focus on just winning. Focus on growth. You got to focus and grow. So with that being said, I think those are my thoughts for today. I really, really appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm so excited and juiced to be back, y'all. It's a, it's going to be a good, good summer. Um, yeah, please reach out via social media if you guys have any questions or you want to be a guest. You feel like you can present a pretty good, entertaining story for yourself. I'd love to have you on. So other than that, you'll be seeing me every Monday. Take care. And, uh, See you later. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Buckets podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and share the show with your friends. And until next time, take care.